Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the I Hate Matt Wall Poetry Motherfucking Podcast, where today we're gonna do an episode all about me. No, I'm just kidding. Some of you might go, are you, though? (laughs) No, we're doing, um narcissism today we're going to talk about narcissistic poets and narcissism and poetry and what it means to be a narcissist so this will be fun just a bunch of super fucking uplifting shit so um as you are hearing this the crowdfunding campaign's done and i'm not gonna say anything else about your mom What happens between me and your mom is going to be a secret for now on. You're not going to know all of the pleasures that I give to your mom. That's it. So, I hope you are happy with however this worked out. Okay? Alright. So, I do want to thank everyone who supported the campaign and who... um, (laughs) dealt with me dealing with that um that was awesome and you guys are all fucking badasses and i fucking love you so let's just get into the shout outs real quick um since we are here so i want to give a big fucking thank you to actually just so you guys know the campaign isn't done yet so um like i'm recording this on thursday and it ends on friday so um, more people might end up on here and so whatever. Um, but that's what's going on. So thank you to you folks over at Patreon, Michael, Cedar, Harry, you guys are awesome over at the, uh, thank you crew on YouTube, Patrick, Britt, JH, Jan, and Deb, you guys are awesome. Um, Anarchy crew, Bunny, Nate, Mindy, Thomas, Tim, J and Tim G, Shaylin, chill baby, Tamara and Adam. Thank you guys so much. And at the Chapbook of the Month Club, the big swinging fuckers, Caitlin and Chase, thank you guys so much. And then for the people who actually um, participated in the campaign, um, I want to give a big thank you to Caitlin, to Jage, to Bunny, to Shaylin, to Deb, to Chase, to Mindy, to Thomas, to Tim, to Brian, to Tamara, to Jeff, to Adam, and to Matthew. I really, really fucking appreciate it, guys. Um, and this project would not be possible in this form if it wasn't for you guys. You guys are fucking the best, so thank you guys. Oh, I will say this. There is a great episode. I think it's actually two episodes, one on The Secret Show and one on the main feed of Slee Ricketts that talk about um, AI poetry. And they have a lot more actual information than I did. What a lot of what I was talking about were my thoughts and assumptions. Um, they actually talk about what's fucking happening. And I listened to that episode a few weeks back, and I took notes on it and everything so I could use it in an episode talking about that if I ever got around to it and then forgot I had done that. So um, I might do another episode where I talk more about that if you guys are even interested in the chat GBT stuff. 
um, more so than should I be scared of this. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, the episode just went up today, so I'll wait to hear if you guys give a shit. And if you guys give a shit, then, um, I'll do another follow-up episode on that. Um, talking about all that fun shit. Okay. So, um, I'm trying to think of where to start. You know, you know what good place to start? On with the show. That's a good place to start. Okay, so so we did that. So let me go over to the us. Oh, shit. Okay, where is my... This is me trying to figure out how to use Instagram live. <laughs> this, is, this is so fucking ridiculous. Okay, so this... This is what's really funny about the collective consciousness. I have been planning on doing an episode on narcissism because one of the things that cracks me up is that a lot of people, when dealing with me, Love all the stuff I'm doing. Love all the shit I'm doing. Think I'm so fucking cool and the whole fucking thing. Until, this is going to sound fucked up, but until either they don't get their way or we disagree about something or something along those lines. And then all of a sudden, I become a big old fucking narcissist and all this other shit. And when people say this about me, I crack up a little bit because if you know the definition of the word, like I am definitely not that thing. And we'll talk about that in a little bit here, but it's just so funny how I inspire people until I don't. And then with the second, I don't inspire people anymore. There are other words that get thrown around at me. So it's just, it's kind of funny. And, um, it's got to the point where I just kind of joke about it and shit, and you'll see something here in a minute. But this is something that's come up, and honestly, I don't know. I don't know what reactions people think they're going to get from me when they talk shit to me. Because, like, I do get mad every once in a while, but most of the time when people give me shit about stuff, I fucking laugh at them. This whole idea, though, about... um narcissism comes up because of that and also because of like I've talked about in the last episode and I talked about probably like six months ago about um, the death of the author and because a lot of the stuff I write I write from my point of view okay especially with poetry so because I'm writing about myself I must be a fucking narcissist you know, but I feel like anyone who's ever fucking read my shit will realize that like, oh, he's like, like I'm writing about myself interacting with the unhoused community in my neighborhood and then writing about how that makes me feel and what lessons I need to learn from this. This does not sound like narcissistic behavior to me. You know what I'm saying? The fact that I do the Anarchy Crew classes and teach 
how to write and teach how to just fucking do the fucking thing. Like, if I was a narcissist, I don't know why the fuck I would bother telling other people how to fucking do shit. But anyway, enough about me. Let's talk about narcissism. (laughs) Oh, shit. So anyway, I've been wanting to do an episode about this and talk about it. And then I came across a poem on the Instagrams. And I'm going to read it to you right now. And this is by uh, Tim Gregg. And um, that name, if you are um, familiar with this show, you might recognize. But that's okay. We'll talk about that in a second. So let me make sure that's the same thing. Yeah, okay. So this is the poem. The narcissist poet talks of themselves. Of course, they've been left upon the shelf, or bench, or chair, or worse, the bed. What opportunity to hang their head. Emphasizing and caring we cannot forget. There's no chance of that, as if you'll let us move on, as you must do, because life is not unique to you. A narc's a clever and potent foe. You cannot win against their flow, which goes on and on and yes and on and on. Must we hear again what you've done? All humans have their trial and trials. Plug your ears to no avail. It's all about me, or perhaps it's I, at which point I'll let it die. But you won't, will you? I could cry. Reveal, if you will, on Instagram, your inner weakness, your darkest sham. Shots fired. Call the police. Holy shit. And on the post, he says, um, he said, I must admit, I'm expecting some flack with this post. But then again, so far, my Instagram contacts seem really intelligent and creative people. I really don't care. I'll support to the death anyone's right to say how they feel about things, life, politics, themselves. I get it. You're going through a difficult time. But do you really need to write 50 poems about it? For attention? Write a bloody song or an album and move on, please. And so I lay down my head in my bed for fear of getting shot by you lot. So that was <laughs> Tim. And so I wrote, <laughs> I wrote, Hey man, LOL. Let me know if I'm bothering you. <laughs> and then Tim was just like, um, you're the last person I was thinking of. Um, so like we, we went back and forth. And so I basically said, I'm like, Hey, like we're on the same wavelength here. Can you like send me an email about your thoughts about this? Um, cause I would love to talk about it. And then he was nice enough to like be cool with me reading his poem and shit on here. So that's awesome. Some of you may know what Tim's talking about. Some of you may feel super offended by what Tim's talking about. Some of you may feel like, like preach brother, you know, and others might be like, that's pretty fucked up. Like what the fuck dude? At first glance on the poem, 
I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, bro. Like, bring it down a notch, you know? Like, everyone's entitled to fucking write what they want to write. And so I was thinking, I'm like, okay, well, let me go look at the poets I follow on Instagram. And let me see what comes up. So let me do this in real time here. It's mainly a bunch of people talking about things that are coming up, like events and shit. Nope, that's a fucking another ad. Jesus Christ. All these poets, instead of writing poems, they're um, writing ads that look like poems that are basically telling you when their next reading is. Okay, first poem. Let's see. This is by Harriet Selina. So let's see if this falls under what Tim's talking about. I hope there's a warm kitchen in our epilogue. Blood orange skies and acres of godly pine. Fireflies and rocking chairs. I hope it's softer than our yesterdays. Uh, that seems okay. Oh, here, here's one. This is by Ash U Poetry, I think. Self-love adds wings to your heart. You fly. Okay. This one is by the One Line Diaries. Offline is a new... Wait, offline is a new peace of mind. Oh, God. Um, this is Words by Shankar. Nope. Words by Sanskar. Time teaches you to live without your favorite person. A lot of these are just like... Like, this is by Broken Feelings. Million feelings, but zero words. Alright. And, I mean, these things have, like, thousands of likes. You know? And then another Broken Feelings poem. Moon knows all my secrets. Poet Circle. Silence isn't empty. It's full of answer. Um, this is by Onyx. And just so you know, yes, you make me want to. That only has nine likes, so maybe that's not very popular. Um, I don't know, like, this is... <laughs> I don't think this is narcissism as much as it's just fucking sad good god okay this is by um dendrophile dendrophile her eyes give me every answer i need people think i'm her slave but she treats me like a king and gives preference much than she gives for her friends oh my god See, my problem with Instagram poetry is that it doesn't say, like, it says something. Like, that is a thing that has just been said. It's some sort of affirmation of some kind. But there's no voice. There's not enough meat on the bone for there to be any voice there. It's just, this is a thing. That I have said out into the ether. And all this other shit. Um, 
Oh, here, here's one. I like pizza. You like pizza. I am bad at poems. Kiss me. Um, that's sad heart sayings. I think is who. Okay, what this this is just fucking brutal here. I, I don't know. Like when I look at Instagram poetry, I don't look at it as narcissistic. I look at it as vapid. Like, like there are people on there who write good shit, but I wasn't trying to find people who write good shit. I'm trying to find, like, the shit that Tim was talking about. So, one thing I want to do right now is I want to go over definitions of narcissism. So, according to the Mayo Clinic, narcissism is personality qualities include thinking very highly of oneself needing admiration, believing others are inferior, and lacking empathy for others. Now, I think the only thing that would be considered narcissistic in the poetry that Tim's talking about is needing admiration. But I don't even know if it's admiration as much as it is just needing to be heard. And we'll talk about that in a second here. Let me see if this um here is going to be any different here. So the um Oxford definition of narcissist is a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. Narcissists who think the world revolves around them. So that's uh you know whatever. Let me see here. What else do we got here? What are signs of being a narcissist? Um, narcissistic personality disorder involves a pattern of self-centered, arrogant thinking and behavior, a lack of empathy and consideration for other people, and an excessive need for admiration. Um, people are cocky, manipulative, selfish, patronizing, and demanding. Um, the five main habits of a narcissist, inflated ego, lack of empathy, need for attention, repressed insecurities, and few boundaries. Now, with all of this said, I don't think even the people that Tim's talking about are narcissists by any means. I think they're lonely people who just want to be heard, you know? And the thing that, like, really trips me out is I think a lot of these people too, and um, this this might go all the way back to fucking dashboard confessional that fucker is that these people aren't even going by their real name; they're hiding behind some kind of um, pseudonym or depressed depressing persona. And so, if especially like there was one like sad poetry or whatever like that was like the name of one of the accounts so of course the stuff that that account puts out is going to be like fucking like i don't know here's my skin here's the razor i'm not good at poetry fuck me you know like um so i don't even know how narcissistic instapoets can actually be if they're hiding. I mean, not everyone's going to be Atticus, you know? So what I want to do... So I asked him to send me his thoughts on this. 
and this is some, and we'll, we'll get to it in a second here. He says, this is a difficult one for a couple reasons. The first is that I do understand that sometimes writing about things can help you get through them. Secondly, as you well know, we live in an age where everyone, well, those who are vocal about it, seems to get easily offended and wants everyone to know about it. And then he's like, and now we're back to narcissism. The thing about this is the poem Tim wrote about narcissist poets. Okay. He can write that poem and say those things, but that doesn't necessarily mean that is his exact worldview and that's exactly how he thinks, you know, but a lot of times be, and it might just be because of how Instagram is like Tim writing that poem like that is writing that poem from the quote unquote, I, from his point of view. These are his thoughts. So the ironic thing here is, is that he's screaming and shouting about these people doing these things that piss him off in a way that he just said annoys the fuck out of him. You know what I'm saying? So that is the ironic spin on that. Let me, let me just keep talking about his email here. Um, my, po- my poem was prompted by scrolling through my IG feed and seeing endless poets blathering on about themselves that just seem to be seeking attention and pity. Sometimes their whole feed was self-indulgent navel-gazing, pages and pages. I don't know. Someone may put out a whole album about being crushed and left alone, but it's amazing. It reaches in and takes us on a sad journey, and we're left blown away by the experience. Maybe the music helps. Maybe not having read every lyric helps. I've read Sylvia Plath and Anne Sexton, etc., the confessional poets, and at least they they have put an effort into their poetry that usually makes it enjoyable for me to read. You don't have to like it, but at least it doesn't make you want to throw up. Ironically, today what came up on my feed was a lost love poem by Edna St. Vincent Millay, and it just did not have the same effect on me that a lot of Insta poetry does. It was a sonnet, Matt. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Uh, I think what's missing for me is variety. To read pages and pages on the same subject bores me to tears. Maybe that's it. Now, here's the thing about this. And um, I don't know why, and I'm not like picking on Tim about this. I'm just saying in general, because this is something that comes up a lot. Not every poem is for every fucking reader. Okay. And it's like that with any kind of art. Not every piece is for every person. There are people who obviously dig this shit because there are thousands of likes on this and whether it's just like scroll likes where people are like um, if you're not watching the video you have no idea what I'm doing but I think you know what I mean when you just see people scrolling and mindlessly liking every post they see but the fact is that poem that like you think is vapid shit which I'm probably agreeing with you on a lot of people like it there is an audience for it Okay, so that poem is not for you if you don't like it, and that's fine. I write poems that are not for everybody. I got another fucking rejection letter today. 
Um, and why am I still sending my shit out, dude? Um, I got a rejection today because, uh, sorry for the crinkling, I'm making schnokes. Um, I got a rejection because, um, apparently the poems I sent, uh, had too many expletives in them. Which is funny, because I was, like, thinking back on them, the ones that I sent, and one of them didn't have any. Oh, it did say come. It did say come. That might have been the thing that pushed it over the edge. I don't know. Jesus Christ, dude. I'm, I'm gonna say it. Half the population has semen, guys. Um... So, I don't know what the big fucking deal is, but whatever. The other poem... Oh, the other poem... I talk about pissing in a sink. And cock and balls. I drop my cock and balls in the sink. Yeah, so that happened. Yeah, okay, so... I don't think that's an expletive. That's just probably a little more graphic than they were wanting. I don't know. Half the population has cock and balls. Just like we have fingers and noses and mouths. So I don't see what the big fucking deal is. But whatever. But again, like I was like, why the fuck am I even talking about this? Because not every poem is for every fucking person. You know what I'm saying? I responded to Tim and said, when people write from the literary eye or the lyrical eye, people who don't do that automatically think that those people are narcissists because they're writing about themselves. And, like, I don't think, well, obviously I don't think that's true, but I don't even think the people who say that actually fucking think that. Because I bet if you went through their poetry, you would find a lot of eyes in their poetry. You know? And they would go, oh, well, like, that's not what that is. Like, I'm not being a narcissist about it. I'm just, that's just how I wrote that poem. Okay, great. You know? Like... All of these fucking sad sacks writing their fucking, like, like, lovelorn fucking poems, they're not, like, I don't think empathy's a problem for them. I don't know. I just, I, I don't see that as narcissism at all. I just, I look at it as, like, a very uh, weak cry for help. I don't know. Like it would be I think it would be different if a lot of these people were actually like writing these poems under their actual names and putting them out there. I think if you did that, there would be a little more of the self-editor coming in. But then at the same time, like maybe that like account. Maybe I should start an account, not tell anybody about it and just write one line affirmation suicide notes kind of thing and see what the fuck happens probably do a lot better than what the fuck I write now dude fuck but I said uh, I want to talk about the differences and similarities between narcissism and being a rock star poet I feel like the line is blurry at best and when one tries to be the hero of their own work it typically turns into masturbation instead of the hero's journey yeah I stand by that. Um, I feel like it's not really talking about what we're talking about, though. Oh, and then I said, um, I think it's tricky because whenever anyone complains about it being narcissism and poetry, um, it can come off as jealousy. And this is true. Like, when you sit there and bitch about somebody getting attention for their vapid poetry, it sounds like you're jealous that they're getting more eyes on their work than you're getting on your work. And you think your work is better 
so how come you're not getting the attention? And I don't think that's what Tim was doing. I think Tim was seriously, like, just sitting there annoyed at all the shit poetry he read on fucking Instagram and then wrote a poem about it. But yeah, like, when I hear people talk about this constantly and, like, getting so fucking angry about it, that's just what it sounds like to me. I also wonder about what would people like Plath or Sexton do if they had this technology? Would they be doing the same thing that we find all trite? Do we feel this way about it because we are peers of it? Will history look back at this as something positive? Like, this this trips me out. Like, I honestly don't think Bukowski would have tried to publish a fucking book at all if he had Instagram or Twitter. He would have just all his, like, poems and thoughts online. Because he didn't give a shit if he got published or not. He just, like, wrote every day because he fucking had to. And didn't know what else to do with the stuff, so we sent it out. You know? Like, it was just what he fucking did. There there came a point where he thought that he was never going to get published. And so he just said, fuck it. I don't give a fuck anymore. And, like, he was sending more shit out than anyone ever. You know? Um, Plath and Sexton, like... And just the, especially the confessional poets. Like, would they have even tried to put books out if they had this ability to immediately share their thoughts with millions of people? Share their poems with millions of people? Would their poems have changed? Would their poems be short little bursts? I honestly think they would. I honestly think they would. So then Tim said, we all have a deep need to be listened to. It's a very basic human need. The advent of social media has given millions the chance to voice themselves. But to some extent, all they are getting is a chance to talk. But not too many people are listening. So the problem keeps perpetuating itself without resolution. Can healing occur through writing? Possibly. Would it be more effective to just talk in front of someone who actually listens, in silence perhaps, without judgment? Absolutely. There is a tradition in Aboriginal Australia called Didiri, deep listening. One way this occurs is for a man to sit and talk to a group of elders or others, and they will say nothing ever. They just listen. He heals simply through being heard. Social media being impersonal and sometimes brutal leaves you talking, but no one is listening. Now, this stuff right here, this is huge. This is like when people like say, like, oh, I can all hold space for you, or can you hold space for me? Like, this is what this is. This is why a lot of relationships fail, because the one person in the relationship just needs to vent and like complain and yell and scream about a bunch of stuff. And then the other person in the relationship tries to fix it instead of just sitting there and listening and saying, okay, I understand. I hear you. That sucks. I hear you. I agree. You know, like, or not even that just keeping your mouth fucking shut completely. But in my, (laughs) the way I am, um, when I've kept my mouth shut completely, sometimes that gets me into more trouble. So, um, but yeah, a lot of times because 
like I don't know if this is like a empathy thing or a power thing, but a lot of times when people complain to other people or vent to other people, the person they're venting to immediately goes, oh, how do I fix this problem for this person? And then tries to fucking fix the problem, and that's not even what the fuck's happening. No one's wanting you to fix a fucking thing. Just shut the fuck up and let me fucking yell at you. Okay? Podcasts are great. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. But, like, that's what, like, um, talk therapy is all about. Like, most therapists won't even fucking say anything. They'll just ask you a question after you've vented for, like, a half hour. And they'll ask you a question that just basically lets you vent for another 15 minutes. And then if there's something like tragic that they need to take care of or call the cops about, they will, you know, or send you to a psychiatrist so you could get some fucking meds. But yeah. um, And then Tim said, I suspect Sylvia Plath and others would thrive in today's instant social media world. Everyone would be responding to their poetry and bring it back to themselves saying, I know how you feel. That happens to me as well. And you know what? Maybe she would not have killed herself. That's a good fucking point. I'll end it on this part with um, Tim's email. To me, poetry and painting is slash are a tool, a vehicle to understand myself in the world, to help draw people's attention to what matters, to see beauty in a fly, the ocean, or a street bum, to stop people in their relentless lives of quiet desperation and notice something anything and to that end when i see relentless confessional navel gazing not occasionally but every bloody poem i turn off and i get that but again these poems aren't for you okay i don't mean to sound shitty or condescending but i don't know we are not 14 year old girls okay so a lot of like everything has a fucking target audience you know so it's okay and like trying to find like poets that you like that's almost half the fun you know um i feel like a lot of people of this generation don't understand the um the hunt the hunt was the biggest thing for me. Like, I loved the hunt almost more than I loved the art of whatever it was I was collecting. Because, again, I used to have to go to libraries and bookstores and record stores and video stores and all this stuff all over the place trying to find the things to finish my collections or try to find something new that I'd be into. And then once I found that, I'd have to go to a bunch of other stores and thrift stores and garage sales digging through stuff trying to find stuff and now like you don't ever have to really search for anything you just like like amazon okay it'll be here tomorrow you know uh so like the hunt doesn't really exist like it used to and you know like i i'm i'm going to be honest i stopped looking for new poetry on Instagram a long time ago. Like, I... Oh, I'm trying to think of how many new poets I... I could think of maybe one poet in my head right now. 
that I found through Instagram that I dug. And it wasn't even all their stuff. It was just some of their stuff. So I don't know if Instagram's the best place to find poets. I think once you find a poet that you dig and you follow them on Instagram, that's kind of cool because then you could see what poets they share, you know, like through their stories and stuff like that. And then you find um, some cool poets that way. But just like going off of fucking hashtags and shit and trying to find stuff or just like, and then again, this whole like, oh, like if you follow me, I got to follow you back. And then you fill your feed with a bunch of garbage you don't actually like. I've actually been going through all my social media and when I remember to do it and um, like go through and see if I actually am digging the stuff that the people are putting out. And if I'm not, I'm unfollowing them and unsubscribing because it hurts me as a creator to not be inspired by those around me. And I'm tired of being fucking inspired by like the hate I have for certain things and the disdain I have for certain things. That inspiration is not inspiration. That's crap. It just makes me fucking angry. Like I would rather like read a poem and go, fuck, I hope I could write a poem that good. Let me see if I could write a poem that good. You know? Instead of going, Jesus Christ, you call that poetry? Like, fuck, I'll write something right now better than that. And then my poem will be about how dumb your poem is. Like, who the fuck wants to do that all the time? So, I would say, find people that you really dig. And then see who they like. And who they share. And if you are a poet who has an Instagram... Be sure when you see stuff that you actually like to share it. So people who follow you and like you will be able to find other good fucking poetry. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think Tim was saying like anyone who writes a poem about themselves is a narcissist. I think he was saying like these shitty crappy little fucking poems that are just like look at me I'm hurting got annoying that that's all he was fucking seeing I don't even know how to describe the shit I was seeing when I was just looking on Instagram like Jesus Christ at least the stuff Tim was reading sounded like it had feeling the stuff I was reading was just like it was like little fucking farts in church like what the fuck was that like that was Ugh, whatever. But anyway, so yeah, that is um, Tim. Thank you for like helping me out with all of this shit and putting all this together. And I hope I, um, what do you call it, uh, presented you in a light that you are digging. And I will um, link Tim's Instagram um, in the show notes of this if you want to go read that poem or like reading other work of his whoo boy that was a fucking meaty fucking bitch all right so let's um get into the butt plugs butt plugs today this is it um if you want to support this show go over to um i hate matt 
and click the YouTube link or just go to youtube.com slash Matt Wall, I think is how you find it, um, and click join. And you could join the Thank You Crew, you could join the Anarchy Crew, or you could join the Chapbook of the Month Club. And it's all very self-explanatory. You can take a look at that. Um, and I think by the time... No, you're not going to hear it yet. So um, next week, uh, my new chapbook for April will be out, which is called Me As An Action Figure. Okay? Um, and it's a cool picture of me as an action figure. And it's um, poems that are about like nostalgia and my childhood and shit like that. So if you're into like crap like that and being a kid in the 80s and stuff like that, um, you probably dig that book. Next month, um, me and Bunny Wild are doing a joint chat book. So that'll be kind of cool. So look out for that. Um, also, uh, Project Broadside, um, I think that's coming out next month. Um, all the broadsides from... Uh, Anarchy Crew peeps will be in there, so that'll be awesome, and there'll be more on that later, and yeah, hopefully everything else starts coming together. There's like three or four other projects that are in the works, but um, and this is National Poetry Month, apparently, so um, yeah, maybe I'll do a sale on my Etsy. I don't know. We'll figure something out. So, um, with all that said, if you have any questions or comments, go over, send me an email to IHateMattWallGmail.com. What do you think about this? Do you think I'm off on this whole narcissism thing? Do you think Instagram poets are not narcissists? Do you think they are narcissists? Let me know what you think. But more importantly than anything, just stay inspired and write. Type art, everybody. And I will talk to you all later. I just want to give a quick thanks to those people who make these videos possible. Anarchy Crew and my followers on Patreon. I appreciate the hell out of you guys. And thank you so much for keeping me going to keep this content possible. You guys are awesome. And if you'd like to join the crew or the Anarchy Crew, just hit the join button beneath this video. And if you'd like to become a member of my Patreon, you can run over to the link down below to do that as well. Thank you.